to be better the movie podcast or my co-host and i watch movie from our upbringing our childhood decide if it's good or it used to be better i'm your host steve pecorny with my co-host april hi what's happening <sighs> april hmm. here's 1982 what were you doing dead i was not even alive <laughs> <Dead>. <laughs> That's a very good point. Are you dead until you're born? Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you, you come into the world dead, you leave the world dead. I would like to believe that I was someone else and then I became somebody else. Who do you think you were? I don't know. Hmm. We got to see who died on on the day you were born. Yeah. Maybe I'm that person. April, we watched... 1982 creep show mm -hmm. the first one yeah you wanted to watch the second one which is why didn't we you threw a big fit and then we looked at the rotten tomatoes and this one had like a better score the second one is so much better though there's no way what do you remember <laughs> from this movie uh i remember meteor shit meteor shit in the whole like leslie nielsen one with Ted Danson. Okay. I remember a lot of it. Okay. Probably almost all of it. Because it's... This and Creepshow 2 are ingrained in the horror movie culture. Why? Well, this one was directed by George Romero, who directed Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. He is... Godfather of Zombies. I don't know if I've seen any of those. <laughs> what? I don't think I have. you never seen the original Night of the Living Dead? No, probably not. you never seen Dawn of the Dead? No, I'm thinking of 28 Days Later. Is that the same? 
They are not the same. Hmm. Then no. You, you didn't even see the remake then. Zack Snyder did a remake, I think, of Dawn of the Dead. Mm. Who's in it? I think Vin Rames is in one of them. I don't know who that is. Vin Rames? Who is he? I don't know. We get him confused for Michael Clark Duncan all the time. No, you do that. He's the, the voice of Arby's. He's the voice of Arby's. We have the meat. I don't know who he is. That was Those were all really horrible descriptions to describe somebody. If you would have told me other movies he was in. Pulp Fiction, but you've never seen Pulp Fiction. Okay, but I know who's in Pulp Fiction. Vin Rames. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, you could have literally just said uh, Con Air. Then I, then I would have known. I've never seen Con Air. What? <laughs> Wait. Pulp Fiction. Wait. Mission Impossible. Wait. He's in Con Air, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah. How have you never seen Con Air? I don't know. I'm texting the group message right now. Who cares? He's in Piranha 3D. That's the movie I went to go see in the movie theater with Levi. Are you sure you've never seen Con Air? Never seen it. And he uh, shushed a group of people that were talking. Which I should see Con Air because it has uh, from high fidelity. Put the bunny back in the box. If you've seen Con Air, you would know. It has uh, the white guy. It has the white guy? From High Fidelity. First of all, Con John Air. Cusack. It's got John Cusack in it. Con Air? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, he, his role sucks. David um, Dead. John Malkovich is in Con Air. There's so many good people in Con Air. I am very disappointed. That's on the list. You can't even talk... Night of the Living Dead is a horror Con Air movie. is way more wildly popular. No, you are <laughs> so far off the mark. Con Air. It is insane how I'm, far off the mark I'm you are. I'm pretty sure that Con Air is above it. <laughs> is it what? Take, it's above it in popularity. No. I'll, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do an Instagram poll. We're gonna cool. see. Oh no, that's not fair because those are all like your freaking. Trauma people. That's not no, fair. Not. Oh, yeah, it is. Half of the people from Trauma do not follow Frank Gulcher on Instagram. <laughs> I am going to do a poll at my work. And it's all women. So, like, more than likely, they'll just tell me they've seen neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's... Also, uh, sound off in the comments. Wow. Uh, which one is better? And we all know it is Connor. Connor. Night of the Living Dead. Connor. Nick Nicholas Cage in his just prime. And it has that song that I love from the nineties. I would stay awake. No, that's Aerosmith. It's um Fuck, I don't know. I think it's One Le- Headlight. No, I think it's Leanne Rhymes. Please look it up. It's gonna drive me crazy. Please look it up. Um Con Air. It's song. Oh, it's got to be Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes is who I'm assuming. Leanne Rhymes. Oh my God! How do I live that yes. song? <laughs> First off, <laughs> is not good. First of all, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I hope you insert it in this part right here. <laughs> uh, Conair Rotten Tomatoes. I don't give a damn. We're doing this. I don't even know why you're looking up all these facts. It's happening. 
it's happening. Ooh. Okay. Didn't we just... You wanted me to watch Creepshow that was like 30% rotten tomato or whatever. It was so low. I wish it would have. Oh, is that you? I'm itching. <laughs> okay, what's the viewers? 88. Whatever. Not watching it. I refuse. You're over. We have to wait till next Spooktober, but we're doing it. Well, Connor, we can watch whenever. After a James Bond. All right, well, let's get into Creep Show because now we've talked about. We have to get into this two hour movie. Creep Show 2 is only an hour and a half. So we've watched Creep Show 1, which is two hours. Two hours. It starts with April's favorite actor. They are disappointed in you. Tom Atkins. Oh, man. And he's like an abusive piece of shit dad. I would like to think that this is the same character <laughs> from Halloween 3. And this is his first marriage. And then he goes on to try and save the world. Good for you. Or, or this is after his first two kids died in the horrific accident. And this is his second marriage. <laughs> I don't think any of this would work. That's what I'd like to think. Well, he looks better in this movie. I mean, like, not as scary. He doesn't have a mustache in this. And he's got blonde hair. Blonde hair. All right, so it starts off with him beating his child. Yeah, he's yelling at his kid, played by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Famous comic book author. Didn't even know he had a kid. You don't even know who Stephen King is. No. no to, okay. Back the fuck up. I know who he is. I just didn't know he was like an actor. You know, I he, I have read we, we just, the book of his diary. We just saw it. He was an old ass man in that. And I didn't even know who <laughs> okay. it was. You told me it was him. And I was like, that's him? He's an actor? In it too. I asked the same question. <laughs> <laughs> the longest cameo in it too. It just uh, takes you completely out of that movie. I was like, Wait, what? He acts? <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's only acting because this is his book. He mostly, he doesn't like get acting work. He acts in Clearly. stuff that he's like involved in. This, I believe he's in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, he's the. You already, you pointed him out in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, he's the preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shining wasn't his. Stephen King. Shining was uh, Stanley Kubrick. So, I have never watched The Shining from beginning to end. I've only seen it in bits and pieces. I I actually couldn't even tell you what The Shining is about. I think it's about Jack Nicholson going crazy. Right? Yes. But do you know why? Because of the hotel? Yes. But do you know why they call it The Shining? Because of the scary ghost girls? <laughs> yes. No, they call it The Shining. The ability to like telepathically talk to people. Huh. All right. Come on. We got to get in the creep show. We've talked about Con Air, <laughs> Leanne Rhymes, and now how far into this? Just 10 minutes. All right. Let's go. Uh, so he's yelling. <laughs> I even put in my notes. I'd like to think this is Dr. Atkins. Uh, he's yelling at his son for reading a creep show magazine. You know, why are you reading this shit? It's garbage. It's going to rot your mind. Sam, I didn't even put any notes from this. I clearly the, didn't care. The best part is like the wife is like. I'm going to go downstairs and close the windows. It's going to start raining. And he's like, no, I'll do it after I take out the garbage. Yeah, he's a fucking prick. So uh, they go downstairs and they're watching TV. And like the wife says something about like, I wish you weren't so hard on him. And he's like, 
That's why God made fathers, babe. That's why God made fathers. Yeah, he's he's still a misogynistic <laughs> clown. And the kid says, I hope you rot in hell. And like Tom Atkins like hears it and he's like, what? What? And that's how this starts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all live action and then it goes to a cartoon. Okay, but you so you made it seem like the whole rest of the show was gonna be cartoon and I was gonna be very unhappy. No, I feel like in Creep Show Two, like the whole intro, at least most of it, there's a lot more cartoon. I could care less. There's like Just, a whole nother story. It's great. Mm, seems dumb. Uh we get the first uh story, which is Father's Day. Classy family waiting for their aunt. Um the the one, like the mom of the two. <laughs> What did you write? No, my notes are so whack. I'll wait till you get more into it. Uh, the mother. So this has uh, Ed Harris. Yeah, young Ed Harris, who yeah. is in Apollo thirteen. Another movie you haven't fucking seen. Yo, is he in Con Air? No, he's in The Rock. He's in The Rock, so I might be confusing. I was like, dude, if he's in Con Air, I so, would be. I don't think he is. He's definitely not. No. See, I was thinking, he would, okay. he would be like. Bushimi. 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 We got to see Con Air. All right. Um, yeah, he's from, I put bad guy from The Rock. So that's obviously <laughs> the only way I know him. Uh, and they start explaining to him, like, who the aunt is and, like, why they meet every Father's Day. Um, basically, the backstory <clears throat> is the aunt's dad, like, had an accident I will bet you $5 that my family has not seen Apollo 13. Oh, my God. It's only 5 bucks. Are you going to bet it for me? No. That's not I fair. bet Christina's seen it. I don't think she has. I, I don't think she has. Bunch of hillbillies. Maybe Matt, but I don't like Christina. Tom Hanks. You guys have a huge hard-on for Hanks. Hanks hard? <laughs> nobody, nobody has a hard-on for him. He's just a no, spectacular I remember, dude. I remember when I was trying to get a rise out of you guys, and I said that Tom Hanks wasn't as good as an actor, as you all said. And you guys went on a whole rant, basically attacking me. Tom Hanks. You don't like anyone that anyone. I, I do like Tom Hanks. All right, so we texted our group message. I did. I said, Steve has never seen Con Air. And the first thing that they wrote is, I'm not even surprised anymore with a irritated emoji. That's because you haven't seen things that are wildly popular. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, no one has seen Night of the Living Dead. Promise you that. Night of the Living Dead is a fucking classic. Guarantee you they haven't seen it. Oh my God. You, you text it and I'm going to be doing this show. Um... So we're, the aunt's been taking care of her dad. Who's we're never going to talk about creep show. <laughs> and like the daughter has been trying to date and basically like all of her husbands are being killed. And then the, the aunt finally finds out, Oh, my dad's been killing them all. And we get a really cool scene of the dad just being like, I want my cake and like banging his cane on this wood chair and just like, where's my cake? And the aunt, Where's my cake? You promised me my cake! Finally just loses her mind and bashes the old man's brains in with a marble ashtray. It was also on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Uh, so the aunt pulls up exactly at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, she'll, she'll go to the headstone. And, and meditate. Yeah. For an hour and then come in. People go, people go 
cemeteries and talk to headstones, April. It's a fact of life. None of my family is buried in the ground, so I would not know. Throw me in the trash when I die. Burn me. You can just <laughs> burn me up. I'm going to burn you up and then I'm going to bury you. No, I don't want to be buried. <laughs> um, she this talks to podcast her... is now my living will and testament. <laughs> I would not I'll just edit it out. Buried. I'll just make it seem... Yes, I want to be buried. <laughs> I don't. Sound and, like... then, and then I'm going to put that clip of you saying daddy. In there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's talking to her dad's gravestone and just like. She's all. You fell from a. You fell. That's how you died. You taught me well how to she's, cover it she's up. She's drinking Jim Beam. Hell yeah. None of this is in my notes, by the way. <laughs> I'll tell you when I finally took a note. Um. And he's, she's just like, you taught us. You taught us really good. And then a zombie hand comes out of the ground. And here's daddy. There he is. Starts choking her to fucking death. <laughs> like, Do you want to hear my first note? Yes. Aunt, yes. Aunt Bedelia killed her dad and then shit was boring. And then it got crazy wow. when dead dad crawled out of the ground and obviously I meant to write choked. It said chicked and killed Bedelia. That was my first note. April has no it was, passion for it, subtlety in movies. It was taking a long time in the beginning, but then it got crazy. And the dad crawling out was pretty scary. Yeah. And so he, he was chokes like, her to death. I want my cake. yeah, where's my cake? Why do you impersonate everyone the same? I <laughs> that guy from The Rock goes looking for Aunt Bedelia. Yeah, well, and dude, before that, we get Ed Harris dancing. Yeah, they're they're all dancing. <laughs> they're just all... just him and like his wife, and it's like the worst dancing. <laughs> and it goes on for a minute. Um, then aired like they're like, "Where's Aunt Bedelia? She hasn't like come around. It's been an hour. She, usually, like on clockwork, she comes back." So Ed Harris is like, "Oh, I'll go look for her." And it was you know. Walking around the graveyard, and he falls into an empty grave. Do like rich people like bury themselves on their own land? Oh, I mean, from last week's episode of the others, they had a grave, a cemetery on site. Mm -hmm. It's just something you do. Hmm. Um, (laughs) falls into the empty grave, and he's trying to like get out, and then he finds Aunt Bedelia. starts going crazy and as he's like trying to get out the headstone keeps moving and then he looks up and he sees the zombie like using zombie powers to move the headstone and it falls and splats him good yeah dead he dead he dead. two people are dead yeah it picked up real quick um the mom like the daughter keeps begging the brother to go look for Ed Harris and he won't. So the mom's like, I will. Grandpa really wants cake even as a dead skeleton. I want my cake. Where's my cake? You promised me my cake. Um so the mother goes through like the kitchen and all the lights are off. The whole family seems like a-holes. Oh yeah, they're all jerks. Um and like there's no one in the kitchen. There's still pots and shit on the table or like on the yes, oven. Yes, this part's a trap. Um, so she like run. She goes into the next part of the kitchen, and the maid's like, Mrs. Danvers. Yeah, just like falls. Carol Danvers, Mrs. Marvel, Captain Marvel. What is happening? 
um, falls against the door window. And the mom's like, and then the zombie shows up and just fucking snaps her neck. Dude, like, no, like twists her head off, not snaps her (laughs) neck, like physically just grabs her head and like twists it and twists it right off. Hey, man, make cake. So then the niece and nephew are like, well, the sister is like, I need to go look for him. Come with me. Yeah. And he's like, I just want a bottle of wine. And she's like, oh, help me. So they go in through the kitchen. Uh, they run right into the zombie that has the mom's head on a platter, decorated like a cake. And he says, I finally got my cake. Father's I got my cake. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> And that's how it ends. Story one. I, I wrote, are we conserving energy? Remember, because the guy was like, because the lights were on. <laughs> are we conserving energy? And I'm like, no, y'all didn't give a shit then. That's why we have problems now. <laughs> boomers. Thanks, Boomer. Thanks, Boomers. What did you um, think of the first story? I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I was pretty bored at first. Like I wrote that. But then like it got really crazy and then it just stayed crazy. Oh, yeah. Then we go to the lonesome death of Jordy Varel, which is Stephen King. He plays uh, Backwoods Hillbilly. I wrote, what the fuck? That's Stephen King. <laughs> Has a hick hillbilly. Yeah. A meteor crashes into his front yard. And he yeah. immediately fucking touches it. <laughs> he wants to like, he keeps like having images of himself. Like, like I'm going to sail it. Yes. And he imagines how much the college will pay him for it. How much does he want? How much? $200. Mr. Varel will give you $50. He's like, no, nothing less than $200. (laughs) I won't take less than $200. Keep counting. Yeah. Um, But it's so goddamn hot. So he goes and fills a, a bucket with water. And, like, as he's filling the bucket, he looks at his hand where he burnt it. And there's, like, all these, like, pods mm-hmm. on his two fingers. It looks like, it almost looked like they were, like, burn blisters. Yeah, like blisters. That's gross. So he douses the meteor. And uh, it cracks open. I wrote, he's very weird. And then he's like, oh, Jordy did it now. Yeah. And then he's imagining, <laughs> he's imagining going to the college with a broken meteor. And they're like, <laughs> $200 for a broken meteor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he picks it up and there's a bunch of like bright, bright blue liquid in the meteor. And this is when Jordy says, meteor shit. Meteor shit. I did write meteor shit. John Mark and I always quote that. Of course always. you guys do. Anyways, meteor <laughs> shit. Meteor shit. Meteor shit. Meteor shit. Maybe I can glue it together in the morning. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> he's he's really smart. Oh, go. and then what's he watching on the television? Yeah. Uh, Wrestling. Yeah, it's Bob Backlund versus Wild Samoan. And you said it's a real match. Oh, yeah, it's Madison Square Garden. Well, how, how could you possibly know that? Because they used to air the MSG shows all the time. I just don't even understand how you've retained so much wrestling throughout your whole life. I don't understand. I forgot what was on last week. <laughs> how could you forget 
Lana and Bobby Lashley being in a restaurant. And Divorce have, court. Uh, that was yesterday. That I we're gonna go to the side real quick. That segment has more views on YouTube than the entire thing of Raw did. Yeah. There's one point nine million views. Yeah. I hate everyone. You're all the problem. I hate everyone liking that. Anyways. Um, Something is wrong with his fingers. Yeah, so we get a glimpse of the outside, and there's grass, basically from where he picked the meteor up all the way to his this, front porch. They're just making some green life, some plant life. Yeah. And then he looks at his hand, and he has gra- like grass is growing on his like, And he, <laughs> he imagines calling the doctor. Yeah, I said why he keeps having visions of the future or like what the, it could be. The doctor's also played by the guy who was playing the college professor. Yeah. And we're going to have to cut your fingers off. So then he And then his tongue. Yeah, That's he, right. Yeah. He remembers he like licked it. Well, he puts his fingers like back in his mouth. And then he's like, Oh, Jordy, you done it again. And then he runs to the mirror and looks and he has grass on his tongue. Meteor shift. Um, I said he's turning into a plant. Yeah. 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 Uh, then he like passes out. Well, he mixes vodka and OJ. That's after. Is that after? Yeah. Oh, he, cause he grows more. He wakes up and he has grass just like all over his face and his clothes. Yeah. And he like, that's when he goes outside and then he looks and it's just fucking everywhere. He's like, nope, 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 nope. And then he goes and pours a half a bottle of vodka and some orange juice and just like guzzles the whole fucking thing which i also think stephen king had like an alcohol problem i know he had a cocaine problem whoa yeah i mean he seems kind of kooky he hates trump you know what he's a great man (laughs) (laughs) brilliant Uh, um no but he seems like very weird yeah I mean, his books are fucked up. His books are fucked up. You ever seen Cujo? The killer dog thing? Mm Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but I know about it. It's all right. Hmm. I remember seeing that on Channel 8 horror movies along with Season of the Witch. Oh, God. Uh, As he's watching TV, they do this effect where his hair is, like, turning green slowly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he passes out from the booze. Uh, And he's just covered in grass. So he runs to the bathroom strips on down and he's like oh no not there meteor ship because he looks at his dingleberries april's made the worst face why did you call it that (laughs) uh he starts running a bath and he has a vision from his dead dad i said his ghost dad in the mirror and the dad's like don't you get in that? Don't you get in that water, Jordy? It's what it wants. You'll die. And he's like, "I'm a goner, either way, you know, Daddy." And then his dad's gone. And you just hear like he's just staring at the water and it's shimmering. And he's like, "Oh, oh!" And then he just splashes in. He's like, yeah. "That's so much better." Um, and the grass has just taken over the whole house, like completely. We need more of this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Especially here in Vegas. Fucking cool everything down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordy is head to toe plant. Uh, grabs his shotgun to kill himself. And he says, please, God, let me have some luck. 
just once in my life. And he fucking shoots his, his brains out. Yeah, but they're not really brains. They're just planties. Plant. His plant brains. He wanted to die. Um, and he and, did. And we get like a news report that like, oh, the green is going to reach all the way here. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like expanding all across the United States. Yeah. Taken over. So it's supposed to kill like all humans? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it was just the meteor or like if you touch the grass. Gotcha. Yeah. Meteor shit. Meteor shit. What did you think of the lonesome death of Jordy Rowe? No, it was all right. It was just like uh, not really scary, just kind of weird. Yeah. Stephen King. Stephen King. Next. Something to tide you over. April had no idea what was going on for the first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. You just thought Leslie Nielsen was a kook. Do you know who Leslie Nielsen is? No. He's the older guy. Oh, I thought that was a girl. Famous for being in the Naked Gun movies. Never seen them. <laughs> uh, the Naked Gun movies are the ones with that guy. Oh, is that him? Yeah, like the old man. Yeah, O.J. Simpson was in them too. Never care to see it then. No, this is when the juice. This is when the juice was loose, baby. This, this is, is when he was before popular. murder. Before, before he, murder. Before he. Before he supposedly and murdered I... somebody. He was found not guilty. Don't get me started on what I know about the OJ trial. Okay. You and David Schwimmer. Murder. Go take a hike. Um, David Schwimmer? Wasn't he in that OJ Simpson thing yeah, with John Travolta? He, why has he got to take a hike? I think... We, he we, played Robert Kardashian. We need to take him down every now and then. <laughs> David Schwimmer. There were so many other people in that show, and David Schwimmer's the first one you thought of? Yeah. Sarah Paulson's in it? Shit. I mean, like... Cuba. Oh, yeah. He plays he OJ. He plays the titular OJ. <laughs> you looked at me like I was insane. Yeah, you know what? He was good as an OJ, but, like, he was too small of a stature. And then they used John Travolta, who's OJ's, a giant. Yeah. And then the lawyer was a tiny dude. Yeah. OJ's so it was a like a weird dude. Oh, yeah. OJ's a giant. And yeah. Cuba is... Tiny. Show me the money. Ah, oh, that show. So Anyways. Leslie Nielsen, like the Naked Gun movies were essentially, they were scary movies of cop movies. Does Old man sense? is threatening young dude about a chick named Rebecca. Scary movie. <laughs> scary movie? Like the parody movies? I know what scary movie is. Yeah, that's what the Naked Gun movies are, except for like cop movies. Oh, okay. Um... Meteor shit. Meteor shit. No, we're past that story. So Ted Danson's lounging in his house in a robe. What are their actual character names? Because I don't know who they are referencing. Uh, Harry. I right? s- you know what? I don't. I still don't know. Um, Ted Danson's the young guy. There's there's literally two people in this fucking episode. In this one movie. No. Wait. There's Leslie Nielsen, the older guy, and Ted Danson, oh the younger God. guy. I dude, there's so many. I was thinking of the the professors. I was thinking of the wrong one. I'm so stupid. Wow, April. Yes, so we're, this is the one about the beach. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was skipping ahead. That's why I was like, "What? No, there's more people." 
<laughs> Literally two <laughs> people. Because you can't count the wife because she's not even in the fucking thing. Yes. Okay. That's um, right. So this guy like busts in the door and is like. He doesn't even bust in. He knocks on the door and Harry opens it. He busts open. And um, Ted Danson opens the door and Leslie Nielsen's like, you need to let me in. If you don't let me in, like bad things are going to happen that you've never even imagined. Yeah. What a psycho. Um, and we find out that Ted Danson's been banging Leslie Nielsen's wife. And Ted Danson's like, well, we were going to tell you anyway. I mean, you don't have to worry. Like, she doesn't want any of your money or any of your property. She wants, she just wants out. And Leslie Nielsen's like, Ugh, no, I keep what's mine. And the whole time he's, like, talking to him. Yeah. He's, like, looking at his, like, television and, like, VCR. He's like, didn't you wonder why you weren't getting such a clear picture? Like, your wires were loose and you need to clean your VCR heads. It's like, it's probably why he, he's probably in the tech world. That's why he's got so much money. Probably. he. First of all, yeah, I couldn't tell what was going on at first. I'm like, has the old man kidnapped a girl? Keep saying he's crazy when it comes to his property. Yeah. At one point, Dan, uh, Ted Jesus. Danson tries to, like, threaten him. And Leslie Nielsen's like, no, <laughs> let's go. Oh, he plays a tape, uh, an audio tape of the wife begging. Like, please, he has me. You need to come, Harry. And that's what Ted Danson's like, I'll kill you. And he's like, oh, you'll just never know where she is then. Um, So they take a drive to the beach. Yeah, they go to the beach. And uh, there's, like, a mound of sand on the beach. And Ted Danson is that is like, is that Becky? Is that her? Danson's so like, oh, it could be. Could be what's out there. You should go look. And it's just a big empty First hole. Well, this old man, I want to beat the shit out of him. You ain't gonna beat up Leslie Nielsen. I would if uh, he was bringing me to a random ass beach. Then you would. At this point, he didn't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, you know, this whole this whole story is a little. Hmm. So as Ted Danson runs, Leslie Nielsen takes out a gun. Which is why you wouldn't beat him up. Cause I'd he let would him shoot, shoot my you. ass. I Whatever. It's <laughs> way worse than what's to come. He'd probably just shoot you in the leg and throw you in the hole anyway. <laughs> and then you got a bullet in your leg. This guy needs some serious therapy. Nah, he's cool. Um, He buries Ted Danson up to his head. Yeah, and then I asked you if that's really accurate. Like, you can't unbury yourself. Yeah. It's like, you have... Every- you're compounded in sand. Yeah, but what if I just go rah and then move my arm up? <laughs> no, but it's, no, because it's well, fucking sand is scary. Then yeah, quicksand <laughs> is frightening. It's quick. Okay. Um, yeah, he wants him to bury himself in sand up to like his well, which he couldn't bury himself all the way. No, right? Leslie Nielsen finished it. Yeah. Okay. And then Leslie Nielsen's like. I could just cover you all the way up and be done with it. But no, no, no. I've got plans. And he's like, I'll be back. He gets in his Jeep and drives off. Uh, a little bit later, we see a Krabby Crab mm-hmm. in front of Ted Danson. And he's like freaking out. And he's like, ah, go away, go away. Richard. Yeah. Richard uh, shows back up in a Jeep. And is like running, running wire like down mm. the beach, and sets up like a whole camera and like a monitor mm-hmm. in front of Ted Danson, uh, and turns it on, and there's his wife also, <laughs> also buried up to her head, 
Except that tide's coming in. Yo, first of all, how are you going to, like, be so drastic with an affair? And so torturous. Like, it makes me Cheat just on think me that, fine. Cheat oh, on me I need fine. to go take a brisk 10-minute walk. I'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Um, I just feel like that's a little too far. <laughs> you don't think that's too far? I don't think it's far enough. Yeah, right, dude. I think I'd let the crabbies eat you. I I just don't think I'd ever be in this situation. But. <laughs> okay. So, so he set up the two TVs, uh, and he's also recording both of them. Yeah. For his also personal psych- collection. All psycho psychopath. Um, and then he starts giving Ted Danson like tips on how to live, like don't freak out, take big breaths. You might be able to pull yourself out. You never know. Yeah. Bye. Leaves again. Yeah. Um, the whole time Ted Danson has to watch his mi- his mistress. The love of his life. Just getting salt water dumped into her mouth. Yeah. Uh, we finally see Leslie Nielsen's home. And it just has like. Tech. Cameras and TVs everywhere. He has like a TV behind like a, a bank of monitors behind a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, Pours himself a drink. He's like laughing. Oh, what a good day. Ted Danson looks into the camera and says, Richard. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Um, And that's like, we get a star wipe. <laughs> and then Leslie Nielsen is getting his equipment and the lines cut, like on the camera, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's like it washed. They washed away. Yeah. They washed away with the ocean. Yeah, he doesn't see Ted Danson and all. He's like, oh, the current must have current took him. That's what it is. Current took him. Uh, and then we get <laughs> Leslie Nielsen at home lounging in this like velour jumpsuit. Yeah. Which Christmas is right around the corner, April. Man, they had um like house slippers, like champion style at Dick's sporting goods and i was gonna get them for you because they had a size 14 they were like 60 dollars suck it i'm not buying that (laughs) but i feel like you could like really benefit from having some like house slippers man my feet are so cold i know but they're so expensive (laughs) i wrote both chicken dude die steve told me it's because they were having an affair so like clearly i didn't even know (laughs) what was going on that's like halfway into my notes you just thought he was crazy yeah, I just thought he like came there and kidnapped her, and like that he was just no. So for you for thought a minute, it was his daughter. I thought it was his daughter. I thought it was like a father daughter thing because he was like my property, and I was like, man, he's really like fucking psycho about his daughter. <laughs> That's weird. You just well, saw an old man and thought he's old as shit, and the other guy is like more like the chick's age. I'm looking up Leslie Nielsen's age. Okay. Well, he's dead now. I said both people died. I think maybe the guy didn't? Question mark. Richard is hearing voices. Man, my autocorrect is really fucking up everything I wrote. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Richard is heeding, heading voices. Yeah, he uh, he's at home drinking. He was only 56. <laughs> um, 
He's so he was the same age as my dad in this, and he looks like he's married to a thirty-year-old. So creepy. I mean, that's Woody in a nutshell. Go on. All the young ladies love the woodster. Um, yeah, he's losing it. He's hearing voices, right? It's yeah. like Richard. I'm gonna get and you. Uh, one of the cameras is out, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" So he's like, "Ah, I'm just hearing things. That's all." And he like jumps in the shower, <laughs> as you noted, didn't even get his head wet. No. Like the shower head is at his neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's tall guy life. I know how that goes. Is that how you are in the shower? <laughs> Not ours. Oh, I was like, that sucks. Like if I go to like a hotel sometimes, I've it's obviously like that. never had that problem. Yeah. If the shower was shorter than me, <laughs> I'd be pretty upset. It'd be on my balls. <laughs> um, there's a fog and you basically see just like two lumbering bodies covered in seaweed. Uh, but you can't see them on the cameras. It looks like dead people have come back as ocean zombies. <laughs> um, you can't see them on the cameras. Why is that? Because they're ghouls. Magic. They're spooky ghouls. Spooky ghouls. Okay. He gets out of the shower. Yeah, because he hears like the walking. He's yelling out in the night. He's like, Harry, is that you? He's like, don't forget I have the gun. Um, And the zombies pop through. Bloop, bloop. And he's just like... It's a gun. He, so he has this gun and he's like, they're like walking towards him and he's like, ha. And she's like, she's like shooting. And I'm like, that's very confident. <laughs> like, like I'd, I'd probably be losing my shit. <laughs> he's just like, huh. I'll shoot you. Um, and nothing. He starts blasting and nothing happens. And he locks himself in the bathroom. They're behind him. And they're like, we want to see if you can hold your breath. The water zombie voices in the oozing was super gross. I wrote it. It's great. It was pretty gross. Um, yeah, you can hold if you can hold your breath over and over and over and over. Yeah. And he's like last. laughing because he's like obviously just like crazy. Well, he's laughing because he's just like. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. Or he's just thinking like. Classic karma. Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. karma. Ha ha. Karma for me. Uh, they put him in the hole, and then he just, like, is screaming, I can hold my breath for a very long time. And yeah. That's how that ends. That is how that one ends. What did you think of that one? Um, It was good. I liked it. Even Weren't. though I thought it was mother or f- father-daughter. <laughs> Beginning was <laughs> fucking confusing. But. I can be your father figure. Okay. Then we get the crate. This is the one I was just thinking we were talking about. Yes, with the professors. We Which, just discovered this was two hours long at that point. I kind of knew. Um, but yeah. The great. If Hal Holbrook has ever been in a Law and Order SVU episode. Why? Do you just have a feeling? I just have a feeling. Nope. Wow. I'm shocked. He definitely has a face for law and order, I feel like. Like as a lawyer. Okay. Um, So we're at a college. Janitor finds a super old box under the stairs. Um, And I can kind of read like what it says. Um, And then we go directly to like. A mixer of short sorts. Wow, I must have missed that part because all I wrote was drunk girls taking new couple around the college party. Oh my god, it's Adrian Barbeau. She's in Swamp Thing. 
Is, are you annoyed with her? No, she has huge boobs. <sighs> huge 80s boobs. Men are just clowns. That's what she was known for. She was only known for her boobs. She clearly wasn't her acting. I, I didn't think she was horrible. <laughs> I definitely did not notice her boobs. It, so. They're covered up in this. Adrian Barbeau is a bitch to her poor husband. What's she her? is. Yeah, dude. I don't know. She just seems kind of normal and naggy. <laughs> uh, wow. Dude is embarrassed of his wife, it seems. Henry. Henry is Henry incredibly. Incredibly, like, walked all over, though. What a what a lame ass. What a lame ass, <laughs> she says. Like, she's literally just belittling him, and he's just like, okay, my dear. I would have been like, the fuck you. Like, you are an alcoholic. Why don't you get some help? <laughs> and clearly, like... Nobody likes Nobody likes her. her. Yeah. Nobody. She's, She's very fucking... crass and just like. And mean. She is mean. Yeah. I'm just mean to you behind closed doors. And on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. If we, if guests are here, you're very nice. If guests are here, I wouldn't like make them feel uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> Only the few times we have. Um. <laughs> when we fought. But like, no, she's clearly just like doesn't give a shit. No. Like, is very, Says very that Henry's loud. like a child. What would you do without me? And the guy's a fucking, like, English professor. And he's just like... I'm pretty sure he could live without you, Dumbo. Yeah, he, is this when he imagines, like, shooting her? Yeah, so, um, the janitor calls one of the professors, uh, I think it's, like, Stanley? Professor Stanley? Mm-hmm, I don't know. And he's like, hey, there's this box under here, and, and the professor's like, it's probably old Reader's Digest magazines. The janitor's like, well, it says it's from 1834. Did they have Reader's Digest there? And the professor's like, what? Yeah, he's like, okay, I'll come. And then he like asked him to join him for chess or something. Yeah, he's like, oh, are we going to Stanley or Henry asked Stanley, like, hey, are we still on for chess tonight? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Um, yeah, why is he not into chess? Well, before that, he's talking to a young co-ed. Oh, and he obviously he, he clearly wants to bang her. Yeah. Yeah, like, clearly ah. he's a slut. And he's like, he's a slut. He just got divorced. I know how men like to move on real fast after they get divorced. <laughs> uh, but Stanley clearly goes by the code of bros before hoes because he will be there for chess. I don't think he was actually going to go. I think he was. Uh, and this is when Henry imagined shooting his wife. Yeah, his wife is like fucking being a nag. And Just he, call me Billy. Everybody does. And he, so he imagines shooting her and everyone applauding him. Yeah, which nice is nice shot. Not, good job. Hooray! Yeah, he's just she's just berating him. She's mm-hmm. like, Henry, I told you to tell them to bring the car around an hour ago, and he's like, Oh, sorry, I forgot. See, this is why, like, being calm and passive and just letting somebody walk all over you just means you're going to explode later and murder them. <laughs> so you should to be probably... fair. He didn't murder. We'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> I this is the only thing about this one is I could totally tell where it was going. <laughs> I mean, like, I just knew from as the get go. As soon as you saw Adrian Barbo. <laughs> uh, so now we're She's at gonna the gonna die. Con- <laughs> you gonna die, bitch. The crate is all locked up. Mm-hmm. And the janitor and the professor carry it into the classroom. And the janitor's like, You didn't feel, I felt something move in there, something shift. Mm-hmm. Professor's like, There's clearly nothing alive in there. It's from 1834. Yeah. 
it goes back to Henry. Uh, yep, yeah, imagining again. Where he imagines strangling, her. strangling his wife to death. Yeah, he really fucking wants her to die. Don't I know it? You better be referring to your ex-wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> It was just like a back and forth. And then we're back at the school. Yeah. And they are starting to get the crate open. The crate has a crazy thing inside. Well, so like they, they get it cracked and you see dust come out of the box. Like something was breathing. You didn't notice. No, of course I didn't. What a dumb small detail. What a dumb small detail that <laughs> makes all the difference in the fucking movie. You idiot. Uh. Um... Janitor's like, there's something in there. Yeah. Emeralds. And he fucking puts his hand in there and something attacks it. And then a goddamn Yeti pops out. Is that what it is? I think so. I put spooky monkey. Yeah. It's like an <laughs> evil, like, Yeti monkey creature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it drags the, perf- the janitor into the box and eats him. And the professor, yeah. like, Loses his fucking mind. Like, I have no more notes after that. I clearly gave up. I said wow. that I said this crazy monkey is committing a lot of murder. So it must have been after the other guy dies. <laughs> yeah. So he like is the professor like runs off like losing his mind. Uh huh. And there's like uh, I worked on understudy, but I don't think that's like correct. A graduate student. Yeah. Um. Who's like super smart. They were like already complimenting this kid earlier. Yeah. And he thinks that the professor is just like drunk and they're like, uh, they're not going to believe you. And he runs off to like look on his own. And that's when he sees like all the blood. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. At first I feel like the kid is thinking like he committed murder. Yeah. And the graduate, the, the graduate student seems like an asshole. Um, well, it just seems like a know-it-all. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Wow. The Yeti moved the crate back under the stairs. Yeah. And the professor's like, he must feel safe there. So the graduate student grabs a fucking like wrench and gets super close to the box because he wants to grab like this shoe um, from the janitor. It's all tore up. He's like, I just want to measure the bite marks. Yeah. And now I feel like he's starting to semi believe him. Oh, yeah. yeah, Right here at this point. Um, But the Yeti wasn't in the box. It was just like chilling under the stairs and just attacks the fucking. He eats them. He eats them. And the professor's like, oh, God. Yeah, because it's super gory, too. Like, this is, is a cool part. Like, like he slashes the graduate student's face. Yeah. So Stanley, the professor, runs to Henry's house. To play chess? They no. gotta play chess. <laughs> no, he runs there because he was... I don't think he has other options right now. Yeah. And he basically tells Henry, like, everything. So this is when I already... This is, this is when I wrote down... April just guessed the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I freaking knew. As soon as he started telling him, because he had imagined killing her like, yeah. so many times. He almost looks happy. Yeah, he's, like, he's, telling he's like, thanks for telling me this news. Like, yeah. he, he drugs him. He drugs him because he's like, I have a plan. <laughs> I have the greatest plan of all time. He's like, you know what I do? I have is a plan to kill my wife. Yeah. So he but drugs without him. doing it myself. Yeah. Because he, he is kind of a coward. Well, I mean... He, he pushes the wife into the box. Oh, finally. Yeah. And he like shakes the shit out of her. Jumping ahead. <laughs> uh, so he drugs the professor who passes out and then he leaves a note for the bitch of a wife. 
Um, and he goes to the college and he starts cleaning up all the blood and the gore. And Billy gets home, the bitch of a wife. <laughs> and she's like, I told you. Burp, 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 beep, yeah. boop. She's like, I told you to lock the goddamn door. Nagging as soon as she walks in. She's not even in the fucking door. And she's obviously drunk. Well, first of all, I love to nag. <laughs> it's true. Me and Billy relate. <laughs> she is like way more of a bitch, though. And she's drunk. <laughs> and then she's like drinking rum and milk. Ugh. It's something like that. That's, she pours like a big glass of milk and then pours something else into it. That's nasty. Um, and that's where she finds the note? Yeah, and the note just says like, because she doesn't like that other um, professor. It basically just says, oh, you know, he did something horrible. Oh, He's she been doesn't lonely. like him? No. Because remember when he... Oh, I thought she wanted to bang him. Mm, no. Mm. She doesn't seem to like anybody. Her vagina is probably ice cold. Well, let me find out later why. Um, and he's like, please come help me clean this mess up. Please. You're the, you, you're the only one that thinks so clearly in situations like this. So she's a total cunt and shows up and is already nagging him. He cleaned up like the entire murder scene of like what the Yeti did. Hell yeah. His dude. whole plan clearly is to make sure his wife dies. Yeah. Well, and rightfully so. No. Yep. It's called divorce. He can't stop laughing because she's about to get axed, I wrote. She's like, well, what's happening? Like, yeah. And he's like, oh, he attacked this girl. And she's hiding. She's afraid. She's under the stairs. You'll never believe it. So she's. (laughs) So then she goes under there. She goes. Yeah. And like, kind of. She starts to go under there and he pushes her against the box and like the monster doesn't come out. And then. Yeah. Why is the monster such a clown? You know what? what? The monster's probably like, man, I'm full. Yeah. And like, he's like beaten. He's like just shaking the shit out of Adrian Barbo. Like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Dinner, dinner, dinner. And like nothing happens. And then Adrian Barbo just starts going in on fucking Henry. And then talks about his dick not working. And like, you suck. You're and the she's worst. She's like, don't ever fucking touch me again. Or you're, I'll wear your balls as earrings. And that's when the Yeti comes out and eats her. Yeah. He's like, I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you um, think um, that's um. what the Yeti was thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, ye- <laughs> that Yeti was like, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, so Henry gets locks back onto the crate. Did you think he was going to get eaten? Yeah. For a minute. I was like, no, I don't want him to die. Yeah. He already had such a shitty life. <laughs> uh, he wheels out the crate and pushes it into a quarry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's explaining this now to the professor, professor that woke up. Yep. Which I was like worried that the professor that woke up was going to be like, what the fuck did you do? But <laughs> instead they both were like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Let's yeah. play chess. Yeah. I'll, I expect you to come here twice a week to play chess with me. Well, of course. And it's like, yeah. He's like, don't worry about it. It's not going to escape. She saw how he chained it up. You know, and it'll be goes, fine. Brah! Yeah, at the very end, uh, which is so stupid. It breaks on the box. Stupid. Why? It's been in that box for how long, and it's never broken out of it till just now. Underwater. Well, I figure you know you get that old water or that old box, like wet. It's probably just gonna crumble. Mm. Fucking no. Okay, that's the ending. (laughs) What do you think of that one? 
it was pretty good. I was happy that that guy didn't die and the girl died. Yeah. Adrian Barbo, you suck. But I did know where it was going. <laughs> and then April's. No, I don't even want to. I, I, I have goosebumps already. Just Goosies. think of it. I can't even. I could barely watch this of one. The whole series. They're Mm-mm. creeping up on you. I did not. I did not enjoy it. I'm like having the shivers. Misophobia is what it's called. What's misophobia? It's got to be germs, right? Yep. Yeah, because clearly this man is rich and loaded, but also like cannot handle germs. No. Yeah. It opens up in a full white room. Um, with I just thought a, he was at work. A jukebox. Yeah. But it's obvious. It's like a high rise in New York. Um. There's like a dead cockroach. Mm-hmm. In, <laughs> I said dead cockroach. And April shivered. I hate cockroaches. I feel like they're crawling on me. Just talking about it. <laughs> I didn't feel that way at all during this. I, I always. I just don't like cockroaches at all. Um, and we meet Upson Pratt, who's yeah, obviously like a wealthy businessman. And he's not a nice person. No, he is probably the worst person in the world. <laughs> Uh, he just keeps yelling that heads are going to roll. You know, these bastards. And he, like, has, like, a trash can that, like, suctions out his trash. Yeah. You want that? Um, no, I don't really care about that. <laughs> I just don't want cockroaches ever. <laughs> He's played by uh, E.G. What the fuck's his name? He's also in uh, E.G. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Who is, I think Clark's dad. Yeah. I was about to say, he in looks Christmas very vacation. familiar. Yeah. He's also in the Tommyknockers, which mm-hmm. is a Stephen King production. I've never bum, seen bum, it. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's just an asshole. He clearly is, like, wealthy, but he has a really bad problem with germs. So he, like, he's, like, calling someone and being, like, do they even want their job? Because if not, I could, like. So, well, yeah, somebody from his business calls him, and he will not let him talk. No. And he's, like, like the guy's name is George, and he'll say, like, a few things, and then Upson is, like, what are you doing at work? It's 930. And, like, say a few words. And they're talking about, like, this other company. And he's like, well, it's over with anyway. It's done. Their stock's nothing. Um, and then George is finally like, uh, he killed himself. Yeah, this guy. And that... gets a huge grin on his face. Yeah. Yeah, does not care, right? He says, like, good riddance or whatever the fuck <laughs> he says. He, I mean, he like, is not nice. Oh, I took a shot. Um, he does say, he tells George, go fuck someone. But wear a rubber. Everybody's got the herps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That's a good motto. <laughs> uh, as he's talking to George, there's a fucking cockroach on his hand. Oh, and oh this my is when God. he takes it to that like garbage can that sucks. So and that's like, the only thing that like makes me think he's not really a germaphobe. Because if that was really on you, you would be like, "Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Get it off me!" Well, I think he like had a plan to kill it. Yeah, like, with that vacuum. Well. It was not enough. <laughs> so he's just like freaking out and like is trying to get the like the superintendent of the like, building to fucking, call. Fucking bugs, basically. Yeah. Fucking 
these bastards. He just keeps saying these bastards. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah. Um, the the gentleman who killed himself, his wife calls. Oh my god! And he's like, <laughs> he's like, how's it going? Like he's talking to her yeah. like super normal. She's like, I hate you. And he's like smiling. I hope you're happy. And she's like, oh, what the fuck's her name? He's like, oh, Mrs. Smith, how are you? And she's like, you killed him. How many men have you destroyed? How many men have you killed, you monster? Only the stupid ones. Only the ones who handed me a knife and then stretched out their throats. Only the ones who, if you'll pardon the expression, fucked up. And he's like... He's like the only people that have killed themselves are the dumb ones. Yeah, he's like, very mean. Um, the superintendent finally calls. Well, and then he says, "Remember, he's like, how did you get my phone number? Because I need to fire that person." Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And then she's like, "I got it from his address book." And he's like, "Well, already taken care of. Then yeah. can't fire him." <laughs> he's. Like, it's like a. Le- it's like. A level of awfulness that's ridiculous. It's like always sunny in Philadelphia. Like they are all awful people, but it's very funny. Yeah. And the superintendent of the building finally calls, and Pratt is like, "Where are you? Where are you?" He's like, "Oh, Florida." Decided to take the kids at Disneyland, and he says, "No, Disney World." I don't give a fuck if you take the kids to fucking Attica, <laughs> and basically tells him like. If you want a job, if you want, if you want a job, you're gonna have the your replacement right now. Be here, here in 20 minutes, and then he's gonna have the bug guy in the next an hour after that. Um, he's, yes, sir. And he's like, "Do you like your job? Do you want to be able to take your kids to Disney World next year?" He's like, "You can." No, he says, "If you don't, you can take your fucking kids to Disneyland on your welfare check." Yeah. <laughs> like whoa. Yeah. Um. He was, like, using a food processor to, like, make some, like, oatmeal oh, or some shit. I already knew. I already knew. I already, I already fucking knew. And then he finds, uh, he's, like, eating and he looks and he's like, oh. and there's cockroaches, like, chopped up in his food. So he dumps a thing of, like, oatmeal out and there's just cockroaches I just don't like everywhere. talking about this. Um, we get a, a funny back and forth between the other superintendent at his doorbell, and it's like this like magnifying glass. He's like, having a bug problem again, Mr. Pratt. He's like, don't talk to me like I'm crazy. I wouldn't do that, Mr. Pratt. Yeah. And it's just his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they keep like moving. <laughs> so it's like an eyeball and then his mouth. But then Pratt's like, you'll go very far in this business. People like you do. Colored people. It's like, yeah. Whoa. Super racist. Whoa. That's not cool anymore. Anymore. It was never cool. Uh, New York is having like these rolling blackouts. Uh huh. And then his fucking lights go out. No. So like this is when like there's a lot of cockroaches. Because like, like 10 crawl out of that little oatmeal bag. Yeah. And then he's just like trying to kill them. And like he's, he's fucking losing it. And as the power like comes back on, there's just bugs. Every fucking word. They're coming yeah. out of the, the sink. Jukebox. They're coming out of the jukebox. They're coming out of the vacuum thing. This was horrendous. <laughs> this is by far one of the creepiest things I've seen. <laughs> I don't like bugs. So he tries calling the cops. 
And they're just like, we don't have time for your shit. This is Upton Pratt. Uh, it's like, I've got bugs. And no, you don't understand. Like, they're cockroaches. And the guy's like, we don't have time for this shit. Yeah. We have like other calls. Yeah. Uh, the room is just filling with bugs. So he runs, he has like a safe room set up. Yeah. So he runs into there and like. And then didn't the like guy call? The the old woman called again just to be like, I hope you die. I hope you die. And as this is happening, he uh, like, he notices the, the bed comforter the, uh, on the bed yeah. is like moving on its own. Mm-hmm. And he takes it back and it's just full of bugs. This part, roaches. it's just this whole show. <laughs> Uh, and then he has a heart attack. And then, like... Is that what you think happens? Is that what happens? Yeah, he's a heart attack. Oh, I thought it was because all the buggies crawled in him. No. <laughs> Where did they crawl in? His butt? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> um, He has a heart attack. He falls onto the bed and dies. And then, like, there's no bugs anywhere. Yeah, but where do they go? Oh, they start crawling all out of his mouth and I, his body. Do you remember what I was doing for this part? I was not you watching. Were clapping. It was weird. No, I was fucking covering my face. I wouldn't even watch it. As soon as I saw what was starting, I was like, nope. Done. This is the second movie we watched this month where bugs come crawling out of a mouth. Halloween three. I know, but it, that one was like all that it wasn't great, but this was like I have goosebumps right now <laughs> talking about it. I don't like it. And it was like, it's just weird to me that this movie is so old and it looks so good. Like, clearly those are real cockroaches. Well, so Tom Zavini is like a makeup legend, like a special effects legend. Okay. And he did the special effects for the movie. There's no way that those are special. Tom Zavini is also a predator. Oh, there's no way that those buggies were special effects. No, they're real. 20,000 of them, I think is what I wrote. Oh, God. So disgusting. Um, Yeah. The whole room is like filled with uh, bugs. And then, like, the superintendent or the guy calls. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, What's wrong? Bug got your tongue. Yeah, so did they plant those bugs there? No. Well, and it's, it's weird because if you think about there's no evidence of bugs anywhere else, like, was he just like imagining it? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Many of those bugs were just nuts and raisins. <laughs> like in the end. They weren't even real buggies. I specified. I don't even want to reimagine it. It was so uncomfortable to watch. Then we go to the prologue, April, because we're not done. You didn't ask me about that one. What did you th- oh, I know. You didn't like it at all. <laughs> I could never watch it again. I... Can never watch that one again. I think it's our new Halloween tradition. Gather around the table and... No. Halloween 2... Er, I could have done without that one. I would have I would have rated this this whole thing really high without that. Creepshow 2? No bugs. I don't care. No bugs. Creepshow 2 did not get as much praise. But it's so good. Foss even says it's the better one. Why would I ever care about his opinion? He listens. He listens to what? This. Good for him. I don't... <laughs> I don't... That does not make me want to watch it. Period. Oh, that was so nasty. Okay. Wow. George Romero said that the cockroaches were the most expensive part of the movie, stating that the cockroaches cost 50 cents a piece and they used more than 250,000 of them. 
A grand total of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. I just feel like there's bugs all over me now. Uh, okay. <laughs> so back in the real world, Tom Savini is a garbage man. They find the Creep Show magazine. Who's a garbage man? Tom Savini, the makeup dude I was just telling you about. How would I remember that? I was literally just telling you who Tom <laughs> Savini was. Two minutes ago. I already ago. forgot. It went in one ear and out the other. Um, and they're going through the comic and they're like, oh, look, you could buy all this stuff. You know, X-ray glasses and oh, somebody already got the voodoo doll. And Tom Atkins is sitting at the breakfast table. He's like, ah, it's a headache. Ah, ah. My and neck. Then, you, then it's yeah. his neck. Uh, and we go back up to Billy's room, who's stabbing a voodoo doll. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Creep show 1982. 1982. What'd you think? Um, I actually I actually liked it a lot until cockroach scene. <laughs> if it wouldn't have had cockroaches, I would have been fine. I would have I actually would like rewatch this. I don't think I can rewatch it. I could never watch the end again. <laughs> I can't. It freaked me the fuck out so bad. I I'm also kind of a germaphobe, so like I identify with that guy, except I'm not a tonal a hole. <sighs> well, well, you're a mix of Upton Pratt and Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it would have been pretty good if it wouldn't have had cockroaches. Would you recommend? I would recommend it and tell everyone to skip the last one. Or actually, you know, I just make them watch it. Yeah, make them watch. You got to watch it. I don't even know anyone who would watch this, though. I'll be honest. None of my friends like scary things. Yeah, they're a bunch of lame-os. Chase told me that he's never even watched Jurassic Park before because as a kid, he was afraid. <laughs> we're, we're the same age. He's never seen Jurassic Park. No comment. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd recommend it. Good. This is one of the better ones you've made me watch. How dare you? What? I'm giving you a compliment. Creep Show 2 is amazing. I, I didn't. We didn't watch it. I haven't even judged it. I'm just reading some of the facts here. Read some facts to me. Leslie Nielsen has a fart machine that he would keep in his pocket during the shooting. And when George Romero would say action, he would hit the fart machine and everybody on set would laugh. <laughs> it's a fact. He's, he sounds really mature. Uh, he was like a, a comedic oh, actor. Oh, that's right. He's the one that's from Naked Gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, here. That's an interesting fact. Warner Brothers tried a very unusual release strategy for the film. Instead of opening the film wide during the summer season, the studio gave it a four-week trial in the Boston area. It did great. Um, their thinking was that a bizarre R-rated horror film's best position was as close to Halloween. Uh, and that a pre-October October 31st release was a non-starter because it would have to compete with Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. <laughs> Yo, the, the year that I love is 91. I guess I love 82. You loved 82. I love it. Um, well, this was much better than Halloween 3. That's for sure. Why don't you get some creep show tattoos on your body? Halloween 3 is a classic. 
It's really not. Did you listen to the new How to Disco Made? They did oh, yeah. Jason Live. And they talked about Halloween 3 at one point. They did an episode on it. <clears throat> they did an episode on Halloween mm-hmm. 3? That's how I got into it. Uh, how did this get made? Did they shit all over it? I, do, I honestly can't remember. How do I get to listen to it? I think you have to find them on YouTube at this point. Boo. Yeah. But I mean, that. I think that came out like when you and I started dating. So forever. Four ago. months ago? Yep. Mm-hmm. We have a three-year-old son. Doesn't mean we had to be dating. <laughs> Could just had a kid. Um. <laughs> yep. Did this movie no, hold? No dating. Up? Just straight banging three years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, it held up. It's great. It almost held up too well. Ooh, that cockroach thing. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, it was so bad. Stephen King seems like he was just having a lot of fun on this. He seems kooky, man. Kooky. During the opening scene, when Tom Atkins slaps Joe King, you can see that Joe slaps himself with his own left hand in slow motion. Stephen King was reportedly on set during filming and was concerned about this scene. Um, he doesn't like his kid to get smacked? Yeah. <laughs> Go and say that. Doesn't like his child to get smacked. Um, Any last thoughts about Creepshow? I don't want to see spooky cockroaches. That that wasn't even spooky. It was just gross. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> the best one. So which one out of the five? Five? Mm-hmm. Do you think is the best one? Hmm. hmm. Uh, the crate, probably. <laughs> just because you liked that bitch dying? No, I think it's one of the better ones. And then uh, the Stephen King one's like one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I would have to say I like the Stephen King one, and then I but Stephen King one is not scary; it's just weird. But I also liked um, the family one, the very first one, Father's Day. I did like the Father's Day one. I want my cake. Yeah, I think I liked that one because, like, at first I was like bored. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and then as soon as he crawled out of the grave, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh shit! It was all action. And I was like, whoa! I was like, that actually is pretty spooky. Neck breaking. Yeah, no. Choking. Twisted the head off. You can't keep calling neck breaking. He literally rips her entire head off, like spins it all the way around and goes ping. <laughs> dead. Great Everyone time. died in that one, basically. Yeah, dead, we dead, still dead. see the last two. Um, I wonder why he killed the helper. He wants his cake. Yeah, I guess. She wasn't going to make it. No, and she was a bitch, too. Why? The helper lady? She's the hired help. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) She literally didn't do anything. Wait, are you ready for it? (laughs) I was thinking of Riverdale. (laughs) The help that's in Riverdale's bitch. I just finished the horrible, horrible season two. Maybe it's season three of Riverdale. Oh, my God. That show is the fucking worst. And I continue to watch it. To be fair. It's very bad, and I just watch it. Jughead Jones. Jughead. <laughs> uh, those are my final thoughts. I feel like it's like Jerry Springer, which 
we discovered that Jerry Springer ended when? Like fucking just last year. Why did we even talk about Jerry Springer? Because we were watching uh, Treehouse of Horror. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's no fact about the fucking wrestling match. Huh. Yeah, because no one cared. I just wanted to know if those were real cockroaches and how many there were. There were. Over 20,000. Why do you keep making me watch movies with like creepy crawlies in it? But I watched The Craft. I don't know why in The Craft it didn't seem as like gross to me. Yeah, there's snakies and stuff. And with snakes don't bother me. It's literally Ooh, just like snakes. cockroaches. Do you know how a snake goes? Oliver. <laughs> Our cute little kiddo. All right. I feel like that. Creep show. We did it. Creep show. So next, are we going to are we gonna do uh, Chase's James, movie? Yeah, we're going to bring Chase in for a James Bond piece. Dude, we might have to bring in Matt and Christina for Con Air. I watched Con Air with my brother, I think, a lot. Oh, God. A lot, a lot. We need to find the microphones. I'm going to need to find a gun. Um, <coughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. That was <laughs> 1982 Creep Show. Make sure you check out FrankCulture.com, Frank Culture on Facebook, Frank Culture on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on Dynamite Smackdown yeah. if you like wrestling. Frankensteiner presents Dynamite Smackdown. Let me do my plugs. Go ahead. I have no social media. <laughs> you can find me on nothing. It's your turn. Great input. <laughs> that is released every Sunday where you can listen to us talk about AEW Dynamite and WWE SmackDown for April and Steve. This has been It Used to Be Better. Thanks. Bye.